Wednesday, December 19th, and we are back into my home recording the podcast again. It's been about three months. Dan's been in Milwaukee, me and Matt have been in DeKalb, but it feels good to be back. It does. Yep. Very, very good to be back. Back back in our original studio here in Oaklawn, Illinois. Daniel looks fucking so cute. Well, Thank you. Danny's been growing out his beard, and today after breakfast, he went and got a haircut. They trimmed up his beard. It's all, uh, he looks adorable. I'm feeling, I'm feeling real good today. If I had a daughter... <laughs> I'd send her Dan's way, I think. Oh, yeah. Dan gets a thumbs up of approval if oh, he's over absolutely. at dinner at my house. If that, oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. We were talking about this at breakfast. I'm scared of haircuts now because the last one I got, the hairline looked horrible. Oh. And, like, the hair was really thin. Yeah. So now I just don't think it's growing back anymore. I, I, when you said that, I thought you were scared of, like, getting, <laughs> yeah. like the, the action of getting the oh, haircut. When I was a child, I was terrified. I would cry, and I did not, did not like it. When you think about it, like, it could easily just chop your ear. Very quickly, oh. That's what, that's what I thought you were saying. Like, it terrifies me. And they, they take those blades to my neck. Oh, yeah, but then, but then you just sue their business and make a ton of money. Yeah, it's, very, it's very worth it. I do hear... I, I, it's like a it's like a Mr. Ash story when he, he shaved his head for the Halloween yeah. costume. Never just didn't grow, grow back. Yeah. I don't know. Like, never, do, never do St. Baldrick's. I didn't, like, get over my fear of haircuts until, like, 14 years old. Like, I wasn't, like, scared anymore, but, like, I had anxiety when they got around the ears. I was just like, ugh. But then after, like, sophomore year of high school, I'm like, no, that'd be freshman year. 14, 14 is, like, freshman yeah, year. Yeah, that's, that's, that's okay. like, eighth grade freshman year of high school. Okay, yeah. Still, that is way too late. Yeah, that is old. That is ten years too late to be afraid yeah. of getting haircuts. Not afraid, but just anxiety. It's just, like, I don't Even like that. my feet. I know, I'm a weirdo. Um, we'll start out with the Bears, of course. Beat the Packers. They beat the Boogeyman. They pop Pennywise's balloon, just, like... The humps are over. Like, that whole thing was weird. The whole Pennywise video. That, that was, was kind of weird. weird. Yeah. Was that guy a Packer fan? I thought no, he was he's a Bears, a Bears fan. Bears fan. I thought he was a Packer fan the way he's talking. No, he's from that, Chicago. Yeah, um, that guy was weird. Guy are your, are your uh, scaries over? Because well, like, you finally got over the Sunday night scaries. The Aaron Rodgers scaries? Yeah. Prime, well, okay, that wasn't even prime time. Uh, it was weird. He, I, I was, it was weird. He was like, he was missing, he was missing some throws, I feel like. I think he's There were multiple yeah, times, I remember, it was after we, let's see, I think it was, I believe it was the drive after we. Tariq Cohen fumbled. He had like he had like two or three straight plays where he had guys deep, like they beat our safeties, and all he had to do was just put like, put mm-hmm. in their hands, and he just completely missed it. There was the one in the end zone. It was like the first quarter where he uh, the guys like running a vertical route, like got up uh-huh. the middle of the field, and he just missed the throw. I don't know. I don't know if he was injured or if he's just getting old. Though I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to I, I'm starting to lose my fear for him though. I I am too. I'm starting to lose my fear for him too. With with that, if he places those balls in there, it's I think it's a different game. Yeah, absolutely. It's well, the thing is, With, he always does. Yeah, <laughs> like against yeah. the Bears, like He's oh, pinpoint accuracy every time. Times, yeah. The pass but, rush is coming. Avoid one guy. Step up and just fucking launch it sixty yards. Like every time that ball is caught for a touchdown. The, what's different I see from Aaron Rodgers now compared to past Bears teams, his makeup is terrible. He looks. Mean? He looks like he doesn't give a shit. Oh, he oh, yeah, really yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. he just is checked out. At least for this season, he might maybe yeah. going forward. He's just like, I hate this organization. But his makeup is terrible. Yeah, he looks like he has like the. Uh, Jay Cutler got all of the shit in Chicago for having bad, like bad, bad like facial. Like he just looked like he didn't care. Like he throws an interception, he just like shrugs it off and has like a pouty face. It's like like Aaron Rodgers. That's what he wasn't. 
he didn't play terribly on Sunday, but that's what he was doing. Like he was yeah. playing, but he he was he was missing throws. He threw that interception, and he just looked like he was pissed off the whole time. Like he didn't give a shit. Yeah, and he didn't like no one's like no one said a word about it. I don't think. I mean, we're talking about it right now, so someone must be talking about it. But I feel like I haven't heard too much talk about it. Speak, speaking of quarterback play, great bounce back week for Mitch. Yeah, twenty out of twenty eight, like two hundred eighty yards. Fucking got out of the pocket, made a couple throws on like key third downs. Like he played exactly how we need him to play the rest of the year. Yes, we just need him to not. I've heard. I've heard a lot of people say this, but like he he just needs to be the reason we don't lose. Like he has to do his just do his job. Obviously, if he's do, gonna yeah. put up like a Bucks game on us where he just puts up like six touchdowns, four hundred yards, like okay, shit, we'll <laughs> that, take it. That'd be cool. But if he can just like not turn the ball over, that I mean, he he didn't turn the ball over. That one, the one turnover mm-hmm. he had was Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard handoff. If he can just take care of the ball and just like do his job, like bare minimum or above, like perfect. That's all we need yeah. from him. And like yeah, just let the defense. Ball I, out. I don't think he has to play like. Bare minimum, I think he has to make a couple plays, but like he has his legs, so like that's yeah. enough. Like forty rushing yards, like pass for two fifty, and just like no turnovers, and that will beat most teams in the playoffs. I mean, I'm trying to think of games where he played bare minimum and we won. The the Rams game was for sure yeah. bare minimum <laughs> game, and we won the Vikings game. The well, Car- Cardinals was pretty bad. I, I we we missed most of that game. You're watching the we were at the, we the Cubs Sox game, so mm-hmm. I, I missed most of that game, so I can't really speak on it, but. Those are two games. Riley's making her appearance on the show. Yeah. Jake's dog. Riley just wants to be on the show. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> we he he's he's showing multiple times. I mean, we should also not completely. De- uh, he's he's playing good defenses both those games, Rams and Vikings. Yeah. So I mean, it's not completely on Mitch. Like they make a lot of, a lot of quarterbacks look like that. But I mean, if we uh, if he just doesn't, turn, it's mainly turning the ball over. I feel like if he can just hold on to the ball and not turn it over, like give him like good, give him good field possession, we'll be good. Uh huh. And defenses keep on. Defense, they, they just don't stop. Yeah. They eat and eat and eat. It, their defense is just, that's so much fun to watch. Like, everything is in sync. The D-line's in sync. The linebackers are in sync. The fucking DBs are in sync. You got Kyle Fuller with seven picks. Eddie Jackson, hopefully his ankle's okay. Six picks. Like, everything is just perfect. There's nothing, like, like I've always, everyone can, like, improve. But, like, there's no weakness on this defense at all. No. I have, I have an Eddie Jackson take. I feel like, obviously, it'd be a huge loss if we if he's out for the season or if he can't play again. But I still think, I I, I mean... I completely differ, disagree. Are you trying to say, like, I don't think he's like, not I, that he, big no, of a I'm saying I'm saying he's valuable, but I feel like if Deion Bush slides in, like, I don't think it'll be, like, we're fucked. Like, how people are, like, kind of acting. I don't know if we're fucked, but it makes a huge difference. Because, like, the way their defense runs is they like to jump everything... And play super, super aggressive. And Eddie Jackson is so quick getting sideline to sideline. Say Kyle Fuller or Prince Mukamura, like, fuck up. Eddie Jackson usually is there to at least, like, defend the pass or, like, mm-hmm. make a tackle or tip it. If he's not there and Deion Bush is, like, two steps slower, those mm-hmm. plays where, like, we gamble and we don't get it, instead of being, like, tipped and deflections and maybe even picked, think, yeah, they're, like, 30, 40-yard plays. I think that doesn't, that doesn't happen that often, though, where it's like, oh, he like they beat Kyle Fuller, he beat Prince Mukamara, and, like, oh, Eddie Jackson comes. Like, I, that didn't happen at all on Sunday. I mean, it, yeah, it, 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 interception, didn't, but. it didn't happen on Sunday, but I, I think this I think this season in general, Eddie Jackson's been a huge big play stopper. He, he stops these big plays from, from happening, whether it's deflecting them down or chasing guys down, uh-huh. down the sidelines. Oh, damn. Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that one. Hurt. Oh! Oh boy! Oh, daddy. Oh. Stay off the jewel, kids. <laughs> oh, that just ruins my complete my point. I, yeah. I, I just I I just should stop talking. What, now. Were, you, what were you even? I didn't know what you were saying. No. I was talking about Eddie Jackson being a big play stopper, and now I just I should just leave. 
No, I don't think that. I, I, I'm not. I'm not done seeing that pretty face. Sec- second puberty is really not stopped from you. Obviously, dude. I mean, <laughs> oh. Uh, so obviously, our defense would take a hit with him lost, but I feel like the the core of every good defense is their D line. And I mean, obviously, Aaron Lynch. Hopefully, he'll be okay. He's been a good depth guy. Like he's not a starter, but you know, we're rotating guys in and out off the bench. Like he's been a good guy who comes in and still makes big plays. So I mean, as long as our D line is intact, I feel like we like we'll be okay. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, we'll be, we won't be as good without Eddie Jackson on the field. We, I, we, like, we're not, we're still Super Bowl contenders with or without Eddie Jackson, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know if we're Super Bowl without him. If he's completely done, I don't know if we could win because like he's a big key to that defense. He's, I think, just, I don't want to say just as valuable as Khalil Mack, but like, no, they, I think they are fairly not. equal. I think Khalil Mack is still much more valuable. Yes, he's way more, much more valuable. I don't. If the quarterback, it doesn't matter if you have Troy Palomalu or Earl Thomas back there, if you're not getting any rush on the on the quarterback. Like they can if if Rodgers can sit back there all day like or any quarterback. Well, I agree, but that's not just Cleo Mack. I'm just. Oh yeah, no. The I, whole pass no. rush together is more valuable than Eddie Jackson. I'm saying from a single player alone, I think Cleo Mack is more valuable, but it's a similar comparison because I think his, the value he has at free safety and his speed from sideline to sideline just changes everything. Mm-hmm. But ten and four at San Francisco at Minnesota. Do you want them to, like Matt to make like a push for the two seed yeah, or just absolutely. like absolutely. yeah? Absolutely, I think. I think you start them. So this is before after the game ended on Sunday, and this I got. I just I I haven't been looking at the standings. I just assumed like we didn't have any chance to t- overtake the two spot or the number one. I mean, we could, we could still, like, t- still take the one spot. Technically, it won't happen. But I thought we were just like locked into the three pretty much, like whatever. And so I was thinking like maybe play them next week at San Francisco, then just bench them in, in Minnesota. But I don't know. I I mean at this point, no. I think I think you gotta start them both weeks. I think you yeah. definitely should. And maybe, I don't know. I don't know, man. It sucks because the Rams are it's playing tough. San Francisco and Cardinals. Two tanking yeah. teams who want to lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the players don't want to lose, but it's in their best interest, too. So, I don't know. It, it makes this Dolphins game and that Giants game hurt really, really bad. I mean, yeah, obviously you can point to, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, you, you want to take Stanley? I mean, I, I think Mitch has got to play both weeks, yeah, for that, sure. Yeah. Regardless if we're even trying to win both games. We, you saw how he was against the Rams coming off the injury mm-hmm. with a lot of rest. I don't want to slip up from Mitch in, in the playoffs. Um, I, Eddie Jackson cannot play these next – there's no. no chance he can play these no. next two games, even mm-hmm. if he is healthy. Because the, they're saying it's an ankle sprain, so he shouldn't be out the entire season. And – same with Aaron Lynch too. I I don't know what his his uh, injuries look like. I don't think either now. of them have been updated yet. Not that no, I've they're seen. just waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a weird take on it. I would rest everyone against San Francisco just because I think Barstool Eddie said it earlier. But like their field just looks like shit. It's kind of like Soldier Field where the grass just looks like it's falling apart mm-hmm. and it's not a safe field. Just bench everyone that game. Have everyone play like the first half in Minnesota, and then just like call it quits. No, you don't do that though. Either you, they either play at all, they they either don't play or they like they either don't like play or they play. Especially for Mitch, just to get a. They're half definitely gonna in. play Week Sixteen. Absolutely, they're they're all gonna play against the Giants. Oh, I the think the Forty Niners. I mean, I think they will, but if if it's Coach Jake Larson, which probably would be a horrible NFL coach, that's what I would do. Just like that field is just a rolled ankle, an ankle sprain, a torn ACL. Just well, you're waiting still going to for the. I mean, you're still playing for the. You're still playing for the two know. spot, with, though. With the Rams playing San Francisco and Arizona, I just don't. And they've they've been like a broken team. Like any, I mean, any. That's the thing with the NFL. Like anybody can beat anybody. I agree. Week. Like yeah. I, I, and that's so another another hypothetical scenario here is it could come down to it could it could come down to like week seventeen like Bears are at Vikings and if like it's like if the Vikings lose like they're out of the playoffs but if they win like they'll play the Bears the next week would you guys 
Would you guys like just? Oh no, you go for the throw. Yeah, you, you go for the throw. You, you, you knock so? him out. You don't want to play him two times in a row. Well, that goes against your your whole theory right there about playing like I feel like only a half a game. Well, if that's a scenario where you could just knock him out and kill him, and at halftime it's close, mm-hmm. go for the kill. If say you're down two scores, it's like twenty one seven or something. Just like okay, congrats guys. Like see you next week. Yeah. Do you, do the Saints play or do the Rams play on Saturday? They don't play on Saturday, do they? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe if it's like yeah, if we if we know where the Rams are because yeah, we play the well, we play well, the three hundred five game. Well, so. this week either way, I think you still just like play your starters. Yeah. But like if they play like week seventeen Saturday, if if they win, then maybe you reconsider it. I don't know, man. I, I, and it happened with the uh, happened with the Packers in twenty ten. Last time we were in the playoffs, we we played them week seventeen, and we could have <clears> if we would have beaten them, they would have been out like no playoffs for them. Instead, we rest all of our starters, and we wanted to lose to them. In the and Rodgers won the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think Kirk Cousins has that in him, but and I mean their defense. I don't know. They they, they just fired their offensive coordinator. Their offense looked a lot better this week, so I I agree with you guys. I think you got to start your it, starters. It sucks. They're gonna play unless Seattle loses again, which somehow they lost to San Francisco last week. So I guess they are a dangerous team. So San Francisco, but it's either basically the Vikings or the Eagles. And either it's, team, no, I don't want to play. Or the Reds. Or I mean, the Redskins. Redskins are dead. Yeah. They're dead. They well, they're not, though, not, not technically. They're not eliminated, but if... They're 7-7. Seven seven. If you want Cody Kessler or Josh Jackson playing against this defense at home in a playoff game, I would love to watch it. It'd, so, be, it'd be so cool. Of those three, obviously, the Redskins is who we would, we would most like of to course, play. But, but between So between Eagles and Vikings, I'd rather place to face the Vikings. Because the, if, the if the Eagles make the playoffs... That means that they've gotten hot and like Nick Foles has been killing it, which is what uh-huh. happened last yeah. year. And like they won a Super Bowl with this. Like it's pretty much the. I mean, that they lost. No, they didn't even have Brandon Cooks. Trey Burton. Oh yeah, they lost our Trey. Bo- Burton. Our boy Trey Burton. He's, so they lost Trey Burton. Who else have they lost? They took the pretty much the same roster. I think. They lose anyone on defense. Well, they gained well, Gordon Tate. Their safeties. They're not their safeties. Their whole like secondary is all injured. Is it all injured? Yeah. I mean, e- either way, if they're if they're rattling off wins, I'd much rather face. And they the gained Michael Bennett too. Yeah, and they gained Golden Tate. I'd, I'd I'd rather play the Vikings just based off the. I'd rather play the Vikings just on Kirk Cousins alone. And mm. Kirk Cousins, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Big, you don't want Big Nick, Big, big Dick Nick, Nick. Just but you don't want that. You don't want that meat. No, absolutely not. Dan, who'd you rather face? I would also rather play the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. I, I said it last week. I don't want to play an Eagles team that's clicking. Exactly. Yeah. If they get, if they get going, yeah. If they get going, I I want no part of it. Um, I don't want any smoke with them. So we'll move on. Last week, was it last night or two nights ago? It was last night. So last night, Robin Lopez and who was it? Robin Lopez and Jerry and Grant got into a fight. Paul, so, George, so, Paul George was in the mix. Someone on the Thunder. Oh, it was, uh, fuck. It was Ru- 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 uh, Russell Westbrook and mm-hmm. someone else. Like a, I can't remember who. Oh, Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn and Russell, yeah. Russell Westbrook started shoving. And that's what that's what started the whole thing. That's what lit the fire. Russell Westbrook is the biggest tough guy that would actually has like never done anything. Like he's never fought anyone or like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get into a scrap with Russell Westbrook. <sighs> well, yeah, we're regulars. We're we're normal normal fellows. But well, if this guy would beat my like anyone in the NBA would just yeah be, yeah. Crazy. I mean that's true, but if I, player, I think I think player. I think Russell Westbrook could probably throw a hand. I don't think so. I think he like. Well, I mean, who have you who have you seen out of and anybody in the NBA? I mean, not th- oh, Ray John Rondo, Chris Paul. I'm not not throw hands. Yeah, a small amount. He never he. I feel like he especially he just like talks and like he, like, like, he gets doesn't held back. he doesn't even get anyone's like face. Like he'll be walking away and say shit to people. He talks and like gets held back and then it's yeah. like... I don't know. He he seems like the kid. Like this is bad audio. But, like the guy that fights like with his arms fully like extended. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. You could, you could probably picture what I'm saying. I don't know, he's, he's, just, he's just so fucking quick. And he, and like he, the typical black kid fighting. Like, oh, you know, like a, it's like oh. some like uh, 
That was racist. No, it's not. Like, World Star. That was racist. Come on. Come on, Jake. You know, like, the typical black kid fight that's. Yeah, like, some. Like, I don't know. You know, Hillbilly. You know how those blacks fight. So that's how. That's how Kimbo Slice fights. No, he's not a typical black guy. Are you going to cut that? He's a. No, I'm not cutting it. You're not going to cut your blatant racism? It's not blatant racism. I mean, if we're going to cut Jake's racism, we're cutting my squeak. I think the racism could. That's not, not be a good racism. Look. You said, "Oh, you know how those bla- you know how all the all the black kids fight." That's what I'm thinking. I said, "Typical, right like, now. I don't know." That like, was, it just didn't sound great. It no, didn't it did. It didn't sound great, but you know, everyone knows what I mean. Um, <laughs> whatever we're saying, Jim, like Jim Boylan, basically put Jerry and Grant in a headlock and just like took him down to the ground. I before we go on, I do not agree with Jake's racism. Okay, I'm just keep continuing. No. Okay, sure. Continue. We're not on board with that. <laughs> Your your guys as coaches like getting get players in headlocks. Like, what do you think on that? That's not good. I no. I mean, well, he's a former player. I don't know. Jim Boylan's with the shits. I guess. I he, fuck. I don't even know. I I'll, I've I've I was planning on talking about this, but I have no Bulls takes. The Bulls yeah, just are an, Bulls an absolute dumpster fire. I said it last week. The fact that we're the Chicago Bulls and we're like one of the least attractive coaching destinations in the league is bananas. Fucking. So I think I don't know if it was that game or the game before, but. I think it was the game before. Wendell Carter had like twelve minutes through three quarters, and then Jim Boylan put him in for like six minutes when they're down like twenty five. Just pointless basketball. That that's when you want the rookie to get minutes. It just makes yeah. it's ridiculous. I I have not watched a singular game this entire season. I I've been I've been a fan of the uh, Lori Marketing three point highlights and the Zach Levine windmill dunk highlights. But besides that, I have not consumed an ounce of Bulls basketball this season. I've watched like. Two or three games. Same with the Hawks. That's, yeah, same with the Hawks. Oh, I don't watch hockey. I never, I'm a bad Hawks fan. Like I don't know concern myself a Hawks fan. I just watch the playoffs. I don't know anything about hockey. It's I an, know like the basic rules. It's an absolute blessing that the Bulls or the the Bears are as good as they are. Because otherwise, oh we would just be a bunch of miserable fucks. Mm-hmm. This this podcast wouldn't exist. Well, like we were just no, talking about. Really. What if, would we talk about? If this was like last year, like oh yeah. Bears lost. Yeah. I still like, stink. Hawks also stink. I, th- I still think we would talk a lot about the Bears still, yeah, even if they, yeah, if they stunk. Because we're still watching. I mean, we're watching them I still watch game to game. game. Yeah, I still watch them even if game. they do suck. And we know a lot more about football about than, draft. say, hockey. Uh-huh. About the draft, maybe, I guess. Yeah. But that just had us thinking, like, what coach would you, like, want to fight the most and, like, least want to fight? Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll start it. I'll just go with my who I'd want to fight. I want to fight Dusty Baker. Old Cubs coach ruined the mid two thousand Cubs. That old bastard just like doesn't know how to manage a bullpen. Just crusty. I just think one right Crust, hook. Crusty, dusty. Crusty, dusty. Just a right hook. He's down. He's could out you for beat the count. So that, that's what you want to beat up. But could you beat him? Oh, I could beat up Dusty Baker. That oh. man's like seventy five. Is he that old now? Old he's, man. He's old. Old man strength. How? Old man strength. Uh, it's a bit's bitch. I don't know. I don't know, I'm looking up his age. He is... I wouldn't be surprised if he's a vegetable Dusty Baker right is 69 years old. Nice. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, giving, I'm giving Dusty should, Baker yeah. the shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you and no he's fat. Yeah, he's no not problems. moving well. Like, plain days, Dusty Baker? I don't know. Yeah, that, that shouldn't be an issue for you. I don't know he was that old, but yeah, that, that oh, should not be an issue Man, for who you. do you want to fight? I, I want to beat, beat the shit out of Mark Trussman. That little pencil, pencil-neck dweeb. Guy comes into the Bears. Resp- I mean, obviously it's an NFL locker room, so it's hard to be like dragging your balls around, like demanding respect. I mean, like Matt Nagy does. Like the guys clearly respect him when he talks in the locker room. Like you see the, the post game club dub videos. They're always dancing, and then they cut to the middle of it. It's Nagy like just <coughs> talking to the team. And there's reports that like when Tressman's here, he would address the team from the back of the room, and just nobody would give him the time of day. They would all just like like is that fucking loser talking again? Like I don't I don't don't care what he has to say. I mean, he's just a nerd. He's just a nerd. He he looks like a nerd. He's, I don't know if he is Canadian, but he, like, lives in Canada, so he's definitely soft. I, I, 
not not only do I know I could beat his ass, but I would like just love to. And after like the first three punches, he'd be like crying and shit. I'd probably feel bad. Cause he's, he's just such like I think a, he. I don't know if he is originally like from Canada. I obviously he comes yeah, from the Canadian. I, doubt I it. think he's from America. He's from Minneapolis, Minnesota. But he's, he's okay. 60, that's the, he's sixty-two. So he's American can, Canadian. Is he, like he's he's here's a little, here's a little embrace debate. Is there a softer and is there a softer football coach who's ever coached the game like mm-hmm. on like a pro professional level? Is there a softer coach in it, like of all time? I don't even think there, I don't think there's one that's softer on the youth level. Like, this guy yeah, is soft as puppy shit. Our, like, Coach Reedy, our, like, fifth and yeah. sixth grade football coach, makes this guy look like... Or he, yeah. He, yeah. Coach Carberry would... Coach Carberry... that guy around like a rag Coach doll. Carberry would make Mark Trustman cry. I don't think I've seen him smile, grin, like, look sad, look mad. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him, like, do an emotion. He's he, like Jim Caldwell, obviously, had, like, a shorter career. He's just career, Play-Doh. But, like, a human Play-Doh. Yeah, I... I just no emotion. Either. Coach I, Coach never, Coach Thompson would just throw him in a lake. Coach Thompson would just laugh at his face. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> all he would do. We've I've like never really thought about this, but like once I started thinking about Trestman, like there, there's just nobody softer, and he was the he was literally the leader of our Chicago Bears. Like Trestman would not have the respect of like a high school locker room. Mm-hmm. Like the oh, high no. school players mm-hmm. would just like laugh at him, like, "Dude, I'm gonna stuff you in a locker." Yeah, literally. They, they'd be loud on the bus. He'd be like, "Guys, can you can you guys guys bus, stop?" The bus driver would like it if everyone sat down and buckled up. He'd be like, "Fuck off, coach." He'd be like, "Okay." Yes, Make sir. sure to clean up your mess before you. Get off the bus, bring all the garbage you brought on. Shut up, pussy. <laughs> Can you imagine coaching like a CPS school? Like oh. football coach for a CPS school or something? I would not have no, I would not be able to control that. Team. I don't see him coaching any any more football teams. Like Oh well he's like, coach right now. Oh no, I think he got fired. No, oh, I, yeah, I, he, he, he got, got fired. Canned. Did you guys see the video? It was on Twitter. I, I retweeted it. It was old footage of Florida high school football. It was like a practice and like the the player and the coach were just John and they like just like literally fought. Good. Like, could you, uh, like, awesome. let's, here's, oh, fucking an awesome idea for a TV show. Send Mark Trestman down and just put him in, like, the worst, like, area of Miami and just have him coach, head, head coach for the football team. Mm-hmm. No, have him, have him coach alive. a prison team. Ooh, <laughs> have whoa. him coach prisoners. Like, uh, Longest Yard. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, actually have him be in prison. Like, you get this, sh- <laughs> don't drop the soap, Mark Trestman. Dude. Did you guys, did you guys see the clip of, uh. Marcus Peters, like, going into the stands to yell at the one ref. Yeah. Like, oh, how was it intimidating? It was a fan, that's what yeah. I meant. I don't know why I said ref. Like, how was that intimidating? Like, he literally, he won't hit you. Like, you could just scream at Marcus I Peters. I, I'm, not, I'm not the one to be talking that shit, because, like, I don't know. I, I, I just, not, I'm not one for heckling. It's it like, is. They're all human. Uh, yeah. I like to heckle. Like, it's a win-win. If, like, if that's on video, you look like a badass kind of yelling at NFL players, like, face six inches away from your face. Like, if he comes to the crowd, and then if he does hit you, that's a ton of money right there. That's a ton of money. I feel like you look like an asshole. Oh, you look like an asshole, but kind of cool. Like, I'm not scared of you. Like, you kick my ass, but I'm not scared. Danny, who do you want to fight? I want to fight Jason Garrett. He's just a pushover baby back bitch. Jerry Jones. He's literally just Jerry Jones. Like, his, yeah, his dog is, you know. And he and he doesn't look tough at all. He's I don't, ginger. I, don't, I feel like his play. Do you think he's his hooked. player? Do you think his players no. respect him at all? Because they win, like they win a decent amount. That's why I, they I, don't I think though. They, they don't though. But I they mean, think year, they think he's a joke. Been. I think they have good players to be leaders. Like if they yeah. had a bad locker room, he would not control it. But I feel like the Cowboys locker room is like stable, stable enough. Mm. He's another guy who I've just never seen him like do an emotion. Danny, we'll never. do a, we'll do a little snake. Who'd you not want to fight? Ron Rivera, <laughs> Riverboat Ron. Ron Rivera, dude, he's just massive. He's an t- absolute unit. I mean, if you look at him like on the on the sidelines in like a September game, wearing like a just like a tight polo, he just he, he looks like it looks like it's about to like rip off. What position did he play on the eighty five Bears? 
Defense was, for sure. Yeah, I know was, defense. Was he? A, I'll look it up. Defense for sure. I'm not, I, not not exactly sure. <clears throat> I don't know. Just like there are so many NFL coaches that would just love to fight someone. Oh, he's only fifty six. I thought he was a lot older. Um, he's a good head coach too. It does not say what position he plays. Just his head, all of his like head coaching shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, regard, regardless, <laughs> regardless of what position he plays, he was he or he is a yeah. absolute monster. Oh yeah, he. I never realized how big he was until you started mentioning it. I got. I, I mean, you look at a picture of him. Like, six foot three. He's a big. Doesn't have his weight on Google, but six boy. foot three. He's a he's yeah. a big guy. Yeah. Man, yeah, I would not. I would not try to with Ron with the riverboat run. My pick is Jim Harbaugh, and it took me a minute to think of it. And then once I thought of it, I was like, how does how is this not the first guy I think of? Because he's. He's a, he's an insane person. He's like I I will. I love him, so that's why like, I wouldn't want to fight him. Number one, because I just like I'm a fan of his, so I, I would have no reason to want to brawl with the guy. But he's just—he drinks like a gallon of milk every day. His bones are as healthy as could be. He's just fucking full of calcium, and he's just like when he when he sets his mind on something, he just like, he'll do everything to get to do it. I mean, obviously, he's been setting his mind on being in Ohio State for like, the past ten years, and he hasn't done it. So maybe he's not the best at doing it. But I mean, if he's fighting me, I feel like I'm not—I'm a lover, not a fighter. I, he would just beat the shit out of me, I feel like. He's just an absolute crazy person, and I want, I want no part of it. Like, I don't want any of that smoke. My pick is Bill Belichick. I don't think he would beat the shit out of me, but like we were talking before. But I feel like it's just one swift punch to like the side of my neck, and I'm just lights out. I won't even remember the incident. Maybe like a punch to the kidney, mm-hmm. and just like, I'm down. Yeah. It's just I, a cerebral attack, and like I'd just be out. I'd be out for the count. Bel- like, Belichick know. would just play mental warfare with you. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think he'd like toss anybody around, but he could just run circles around you with your mind. Like the type that, like, if say someone's talking shit to him in high school, he wouldn't respond. He'd just be like, okay, like the silent assassin. Like one day, just like yeah. breaks loose, and he would just hit you in a pressure point, and you would just like die instantly. Yeah, you yeah. won't remember the incident at all. Yeah, do you guys, you guys got any honorable mentions? Uh, I, don't, I brought up Dan Campbell. Although he's forty two, we want to do guys that are mm-hmm. over fifty. But he used to play in the NFL. Just look up Dan Gamble, Dan Campbell on like your phone. Man, is absolutely humongous. Joe Philbin, we could kick his ass. He's, yeah, he's a little. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 probably the second least. The second <clears throat> he's probably Tressman least aggressive or not least aggressive. Mm-hmm. Tressman's the least. Sean just, McVay, we want to fight. Yeah, yeah. Tressman's probably the least. Whatever we were saying, like commanding. Philbin's probably like a, a close second or like like dead yeah. last in in terms of like another another guy I do not want to fight is is Andy Reid. Oh, no, he'll just sit on if you. If he gets his paws on you, you're, you're done. Yeah, he'll just lay on you. Good is done. Um, I know this is players, not coaches, but I want to see Nakeem Tlaib, Michael Crabtree fight. I know Ooh. that was last year, the chain-snatching incident, but I would love to see that. Like, yeah. I think Nakeem Tlaib would make him cry in the first round, but it'd be great A comedy to see. They're supposed, they were supposed to play again this year, but then he got, Cut Crabtree got traded. Or one of them got traded. Like, they were, they were due to play, and then one of them got traded, and then it was like, fuck, well, they're not... I mean, uh-huh. we need that. The mm-hmm. rough and rowdy, like whatever rough and rowdy they're on, like that'd be that'd be good. That'd be yeah, huge. That'd be good. Um, I'd buy the shit out of you that. Want to talk some baseball? Let's, let's talk some baseball. You want to talk some baseball? Dan? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, we're gonna talk some baseball. Hot <laughs> stove. Um, yesterday, Monday afternoon, so two days ago, Monday, Manny Machado met with the White Sox. Um, all the reports are saying that he loved it. He loved the meeting. Um, he's in the city till Wednesdays, like trying out new food places, just like basically being best buddies with Rick Hahn for like two days. His brother's on the team, his brother-in-law. Yeah, brother-in-law. brother-in-law and and they, live, they live next to each other back in wherever they're from. Well, I don't know where they live, but they, mm-hmm. they live next to each other. I heard on the radio today. Uh-huh. So they're best pals, so that's like, not great. 
Not great for. I, don't I actually know. don't care if they sign Machado to be honest. I would care if they signed Harper because, like, as diehard Cub fans, just like we've been wanting him for the last year and a half. And if the Sox mm-hmm. got Harper, it kind of be like, ha ha, look at you, like jokes on you. But Machado, like, we kind of had to accept, like, we're not. Is there's even, no fit for him, and oh well. Are we even meeting with him? I mean, well, no, I don't, meet, I don't yeah, think we're meeting. I don't think we're meeting. There is a meet. There is a. a now with Machado. There, there is a. He could. I mean, we need a. If we need a shortstop, if we trade Eddie, there's there's a there's a spot for him in the middle infield, but. I, we're not, I don't even think we're talking to him. It's like a meatball take. I, he's a great player, but I, I wouldn't want him on my team after we see he like cleats he cleats Jesus Aguilar. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not I'm not you know I, Pete, I'm not Pete Rose. I'm not Mr. Hustle. Like, that's not who I am. Like that's not a great thing to say. Like I, I I'd prefer my players to be like balls to the wall. Like I don't I mean I don't need to dive into head like dive head first into home uh-huh. or whatever like Pete Rose used to. But like. At least act like you care. Like, don't just yeah. come out and o- o- blatantly say, I'm not going to, I got no hustle. That's not what I do. I, I totally disagree with that. You, I think baseball. You want him? I would love to have Manny Machado. He's, I mean, obviously, I hate the fact that he, he dogs a lot of plays. Yeah. He's, you know, kind of dirty on the field, but his talent is through the roof. He mashes baseballs. He, he is such a great defensive shortstop and third baseman. He's talented as fuck. He, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like maybe Machado, I, I would like him on the Cubs, but I feel like he's not a fit for their clubhouse. He's just like, eh, I don't know. I feel like he's the type that's gonna get fat when he signs his deal. Yeah, I'll probably. Well, oh, fucking get yeah, get him on the deep dish. Uh, oh yeah, Italian Italian beef, deep just, dish Italian beef diet. It gotta be fetish. And shit. like, if you're gonna give this guy or any of them like. Ten years, three hundred thirty million. Like I want you to be balls to the wall at least eight of the years. Like the last two, sure, maybe you yeah, want to get a little chunky. Off, yeah. But like, if they're both twenty six years old, I don't know. I, Harper has been in the limelight since fourteen years old. Like he cares about his image and like how people see him. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. I don't know. I just want yeah. I want Bryce. Yeah, Harper. I think I think Harper obviously has the better intangibles. I'd rather have Bryce Harper. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I would love to. Have, I mean, obviously we can't. Well, I would not mind. He's, he's very. Very talented, like and Rick Renteria. If if he does sign with the White Sox, Rick Renteria is gonna hate him because he really plugs. Yeah, Prince was talking about this when yeah. he was on. How like two weeks there's gonna be like a Gatorade fight mm-hmm. where there's just a big explosion in their dugout. Uh, like, like Jake said, like the Cubs have built like a, a major focal point of like them building the, this team is like building like is getting like good guys, like good clubhouse guys that everyone can be like everyone's like everyone's friendly with each other. I just I don't know. Like I agree, he's talented, but I just. After seeing him just like dog it down first base and just like not give a shit and like pimp doubles, I don't know. I just I think I, I think it would just get very old very quickly. I agree. I don't know, but he's well, the opposite. Like Wilson Contreras, like we love Wilson Contreras because he's like ball. Like obviously he's had a few like dumb plays where he like hits a double off the wall and he's like he's dogging it and he like barely gets a double out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like well, when he's like when he's going balls to the wall and he's like dead sprinting to first, like beating out like beating out rollers to first base. Like, that's why we love him. That's like the exact exact opposite of what Manny Machado is. Yeah, it is the opposite, but it, uh, his talent makes up for it. I don't know, man. I uh, I, got, I think you just piss me off too much watching him play. We gotta figure out what to do with Wilson Contreras because like that bat is too special to ruin it. Like in a catcher, like in a catcher stance, one hundred sixty games a year, or like one hundred forty games, however many he oh, plays a catcher. He's not moving from catcher. We need to find a spot for him. Where else would he go? Um, I know he played infield in the minors, and then he switched that to will, catching. There's no way he's a, he's not switching from catcher. The only the only other position he's played in the majors is a little bit of left field. I would not mind seeing him in left field, or when Rizzo's contract is up, have him move to first. 
Like, by, that bat is so special, just squatting down for 140 games in 90-degree heat. I mean, you, you can assume that it would be better if he was playing first, but, like, based off this year, I would, like, never take the risk of, like, okay, Rizzo's gone, like, we'll just move Willie to first and we'll be okay. I would get a shit year. I agree. I wouldn't, like, do it and be like, oh, yeah, this will be fine. Like, it could work. I'm not saying it wouldn't work, but uh-huh. I, think um, I think it'd be tough. But, no, we also wanted to, like, talk about the Bryce Harper stuff. Um... It's, it is very unlikely for the Cubs to sign him. I'd probably give him a 25% chance. Mm-hmm. I think every day that goes on, it goes up by 0.5%, just because oh. there have been reports that like they want Harper wants to be with the Cubs, and he's giving Theo time to make, basically get a shin order so he can sign him. But mm-hmm. if you can imagine a lineup next mm-hmm. year where Chris Bryant is back, and instead of hitting eight home runs, he hits 32, 35. That's pretty good. Wilson Contreras comes back a little bit. Okay, his 10... How many homers he? Like, five or six? Contreras had, like, ten. Was it ten? Yeah. I was about to say ten, but I thought it was too high. Okay, say ten, he goes to 15 or something. And then the major one, Bryce Harper instead of Jason Hayward and Wright. That eight home runs Hayward had turns into 32 to, like, 40? That lineup is a wagon. Jason Hayward would probably still be in the lineup in center. I think they need to trade him somehow before they get signed. Which is an an impossible task. I don't know if you were on the show, but I was talking about um, that episode, episode, but I was talking about how they're going to have to like package Ian Happ or Albert Amora. Yeah, but you're still going to have to eat. I, I think they're going to have to still. We've said this on the podcast. This is like the third time where we say it. Yeah. They would have to eat so much. That's fine. But like, I don't. I think people are also like overstating the like contract issues because in two years, John Lester's deal is up. And that is, I think he's making twenty six or twenty seven million a year. That's a big chunk of money for like an older pitcher. Like in two years, that's off the books, and then uh, so they'll probably be the luxury tax for two years if they sign Harper. And after that, no signings. But then, oh well. I feel like I've gotten a lot more pessimistic about the Cubs after like just seeing that they're human and like they lose to the fucking Brewers in a game that's like I mean obviously. Like, by the end of the year, it's like you knew they weren't going to be, like, doing anything, or at least I knew they weren't going to be doing anything, so I was uh-huh. completely heartbroken. But I've gotten, like, a lot more pessimistic about the Cubs. Like, I remember two years ago, I think, like, two years ago going into the year, it's like, oh, we have we have Schwarber, we have Bryant, and we have Rizzo. Like, who do you pitch to? Like, who are you going to pitch to? And that, obviously, I mean, Schwarber, like, hasn't been. He's been, like, kind of disappointing. I don't know, man. I just... Obviously, if we get, if, obviously if we get Harper, I'll be happy. But I'm like I'm at like wait and see. I'm not gonna be like sucking his dick right away. I, I've just gotten like a lot more pessimistic about the Cubs since I've seen their like what like what they did after last year. Hopefully yeah. they come back and they're like we have to, like they're like trying to like kill everyone after like they they lost like they barely made the playoffs. But. Last year was like basically a worst case scenario That's, that was just thing. Like say, Darvish, yeah. your big your big free agent. Horrible. Tyler Chatwood literally cannot throw like two strikes in a row. Your MVP Chris Bryant absolutely. Like, gave you nothing. Like, of course, Javi and MVP caliber season, mm-hmm. no one expected that, so it does offset the other things, but there's like, there, I don't think there's a way that things go worse than they did last year. But also, it was like a whole year lost of, like, our window, because, I mean, I, yeah. like, pretty soon everyone's going to, like, Rizzo probably, he'll, he'll, he'll get the bag from someone, and he will, like, will underperform. I don't know if it'll be from the Cubs, because he's kind of been going down, and he's, he's getting older. He's still young, though. I'm not, I don't yeah. want to, like, bash Anthony Rizzo. But, like, our window is closing because, like, as, as time goes on, like, all these contracts are going to, like, need to get paid. Guys are going to, like, get like get the bag from some other team. So, I don't know. I, I, I do agree that, like, last year was, like, worst-case scenario. And, like, we should definitely be, like, looking up from this year or for this year. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, like, we need to, like, things need to happen, like, very quickly because the window is closing, like, ra- I don't know about rapidly, but the window is definitely closing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not as pessimistic about, as about it as you are. Especially knowing that, like you said, Jake, worst case scenario, Darvish, blah blah blah, Chadwood sucked. Um, obviously, Javi doing great, but 
What 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 we don't mention about the season is that the Brewers just they just got hot. Really, yeah. they did. They I mean, the Cubs still won ninety five games. I mean, if you're if you're a fan of any other team besides like five other teams, you would sign off for ninety five wins every single Absolutely, year. Yeah. That's what that's what teams want. Teams want ninety five wins every single year, and that was bad for us. They had, they had two two MVP candidates and Kane, and obviously Yelich won the MVP. And they had Jeff, Jeremy Jeffers, I think it's Jeremy, Jeremy Jeffries, Corey Knable, and uh, who else is there? Josh Hader. Josh Hader was a monster, yeah they're, yeah. they're they're racist. We should talk, I don't know if we want to talk about it now, but just about how we weren't doing the podcast when it happened, I don't believe. When Hader got exposed for his old tweets, he was, was suspended, Hader? Yeah. Was suspended mm-hmm. for a few games. His first game at Miller, or is it Miller Park? Miller Park. Miller, Miller, Park. Miller Park. He has a standing ovation. Like, what, what, are, we, what are we cheering for here? <laughs> Like your old racist tweets were exposed from your like, high school. Like, could you? Like, what are we? What, what's the standing ovation? For and like, you? they weren't like Kyler Murray, like just saying faggot, yeah. which is like that's not yeah. good. But yeah. like, if it, it's probably joking if you're just saying like faggot. Everyone, like, I mean, yeah, like we were all guilty of it. I, I feel like our generation, especially, mm-hmm. like of like being like we'd like call each other, like call our kids gay, be like, oh, yeah. you're so gay, and it's like you're, you're using it. Like, yeah, badly. now it's, it's not cool. We no, know yeah, that. Uh, yeah, exactly. But like, so like faggot queer, not good anymore. But like. And no, we, no one probably banned an eye back then, but like Josh Hader's dropping hard end bombs, like yeah, yeah. very and hateful. You can't, you can't do it at we might, any age. That's that's never been yeah. good. And like we might never. call each other gay, but like I like I like I don't personally like I don't hate gay people. Like no. I don't have anything against them. Like I, I think like, I like girls. I yeah, I do like females, but also you know what? If you're gay, like, I don't have any problem. Oh God, no, no heck no. Do you do whatever you want to do? Different yeah, strokes like, for different folks. So I feel like mm-hmm. you can be like you're like a kid, like oh you're so gay, like in middle school, and then like like you don't have a problem with gay people. If at any point like you're like dropping hard er like hard R's and like oh, all yeah. that like I feel like you do that once like that's just how you are I don't know yeah like, you don't change like, from that lifestyle you don't go to like, what was the like sensitive you went to sensitive sensitivity yeah. training. Yeah. training I don't I don't think sensitivity training knocks that out of you so easy that's <laughs> no. the only thing well I mean I think I don't think he thinks it's that way now like the like those those comments like that. It, but yeah. I I wouldn't think them out loud anymore. He doesn't say yeah, that, that might that might be that might be the case. He but he, I mean, it's it's definitely different from Kyler Murray. Definitely different from like what what happened with Kevin Hart and the yeah. Academy Awards. Yeah, yeah. But Matt brought it up. They had a standing ovation when he first. That's came that's, in. that's, that's, the, that's awful though. Dan, like, you can't a, do that as a Milwaukee resident or like you go to school in Milwaukee. Maybe you can give us some insight because it, it was like you like I I saw the replay the other day of it. It's a bad look because like they're they're paying to the crowd. They're all standing up. It's a bunch of like old white men. Like there's like literally this, no black people in the entire crowd. So that just made it even worse. I mean I don't think Milwaukee or but this is also, this is also a five month old story too. So what it's you, like what do you mean the Josh Hader thing? No, I'm oh, saying like what do you like when it happened? Though, I'm saying when they're like panning to the crowd, like there's a bunch of like there's like not like a like a brown person in the entire stadium. Oh no, I'm saying that that just makes like look even worse. Milwaukee is. Are the most right? segregated city in the country. Segregated? What do you mean? Like it's it's very right. separated with like or at yeah. least housing wise. Like mm-hmm. this is where, you know, break it down. You're the you're the Milwaukee you're the Milwaukee expert here. No, I mean I don't, but I I don't really like travel around Milwaukee. This is just all the stuff that I hear. Like yeah. I I'm mostly on campus. Are there a bunch of so you could you could see Milwaukee being a, a, a racist? There could be a no. I don't think I don't I don't I don't Not I racist. wouldn't say that. Um. I just think it is. It is a <laughs> yeah. No, I did not think we were going here today. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. This is this is, Matt, this is this is Matt's fault. This but is my doing. No, I, it's ridiculous. They did that though. It is. It is. It is ridiculous. It is true. But um, like he literally, is, he tweets. He tweets 
he tweets a bunch of N-bombs, and then, like, he goes on the safety train, and they give him a standing ovation. I'm just saying. It blo- like, could you imagine Addison Russell, first at-bat, game 41 of the year? Yeah, c- and, like, exactly. Could you imagine yeah. cheering for that guy? I don't know. Like, we I cheered on Chapman when he came trotting out for the Cubs. It was different. So let's though, let's like, let's not let's not pretend that we're angels. Oh, we are not angels. But we're not doing we're not doing what I don't think Milwaukee you, feel, did. you shouldn't feel moral like if a guy if you if your team signs like you okay you're a diehard Cubs fan like, you've been a Cubs fan your entire life like they sign like I don't know, they they sign like a guy like Chapman like I mean I don't know it's like tough because you obviously like you don't want him to do good because he's domestic abuser but like Wait, he's, he's he, not gonna root for your team anymore for like, his for his do? thing did he actually ever hit his girlfriend like what I remember I was, like so. I think he, I, like he got pissed off started screaming at her and like fired his gun in the yeah, garage yeah he pulled he pulled out his gun I think so. he just like went to the garage and fired at the ceiling I'm just saying like, I don't think but that's not good not cool I don't think that's cool like, at all if you're a Cubs fan like other fans shouldn't be like oh like you like like bad I knew because you rooted for Chapman I if you're like a diehard like what are you supposed to do like you're a diehard Cubs fan like they're in the World Series like they're having a great year. Like, at the end of the year, they trade for Chapman. I'm supposed to be like, oh, fuck it. I'm not a Cubs fan anymore. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a tough I predicament. I think it's just for him. It's a tough predicament. Well, like, he's, your, he's our star closer, so it's like yeah. he had balls in his hands every single game to win it. So it's like, at what point? I, mean, I don't know. Like, when I'm at Wrigley this year, if Eddie's still on the team, I will not be cheering when he at bats. I have an Edison Russell jersey, and I don't oh, think I can wear it anymore. Uh, nope. I actually know I can't wear it anymore. I, I should stay. Well, let's, let's, be, let's break this down, though. What if Edison Russell is the best player in baseball? That, it's a lot easier to turn it's, on him it's now a that he lot, sucks. It's a lot easier to hate bag on a guy if he's not producing, which he hasn't been the, yeah. since 2016. So if if Edison Russell was one of the best shortstop in baseball, which I actually thought he could have been, mm. I, I, I don't know how I'd react. I mean, I reacted to Chapman. It was, you know, I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's fucking go. Let's, let's, yeah. This guy's going to – this guy's a shutdown closer. Yeah. He's a shutdown closer. He's going to help us win a World Series. What we needed. Mm-hmm. Well, segue. Do you guys think Kareem Hunt ever plays in the NFL again? I think a hundred percent he does. I think he does. A hundred percent. I mean, if Joe Mixon's still out there, he. I mean, I know what Joe Joe Mixon did in college, and the yeah. NCAA kind of like helped him out with that. But in the in the NFL, like he didn't do it while he was in the NFL. I think Kareem Hunt definitely plays. Absolutely. Again. I think he in the. I think this offseason he like there's a bunch of shit about him like going to sensitivity training. He like does some kind of like program where it's like he's gotten better. He like donates a bunch of money. He works with like. To, like he like works to prevent like domestic abuse and it's like so, I don't know like the Saints I want well, the Saints because they have a bunch of running backs but like oh. someone I think he will absolutely get signed because he's a young because he's he's, NFL, he's a young star he's led like the league in rushing players. last year exactly he's like one of the best players one of the best running backs in the NFL and he's super young I feel like if Ray Rice like I I've always said I feel like if Ray Rice was good like he would have gotten signed again too it was good that uh, no that, at the that time, time he wasn't no he was not great. good at the time it was all, okay also his video was a lot worse he like knocked her out yeah. The, and then like, dragged her out the of the Kareem Hunt video elevator. was like, it, I, like he, he's like pushing her and shoving her, but it wasn't like nearly as bad as Ray Rose. I don't know if this matters. It matters to me, but like, I know there's no audio on the tape, but like people at the scene said like she was dropping hard end bombs, like That's, directed right at him. Kareem and, Hunt? No, the, the, the lady that in the said, Ray, oh, yeah. in the Ray Rice or the no, 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 Kareem, Hunt, Kareem so. Hunt, the Kareem Hunt, like she was just right. dropping oh, hard right. ER. Same like, with Mixon. I, I kind of give Mixon a pass. Being, being pass. quite rude. I don't know yeah. that that video of Mixon. Mixon Mixon's is a strong, is really right. tough to watch. If, say if it was a shove after someone calls no, you that, was, like maybe, but he went for a full Tyson right hook. It's the same thing. Like Mixon was the, was the same thing, and. I, Obviously, like there's no excuse to be hitting women, but that like that's definitely like oh, it's factor, it's saying big you're factor tra- for me. You're being ra- like, you're being racist and like you're just like trying to antagonize them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still think even I mean that that had to set him off like crazy, but 
I still think that's not something. I mean, you, there's there's also a video oh, of, yeah, Jay, no. of Jay-Z out there in an elevator where a woman's just coming after him, attacking that's him. Beyonce's and he, sister. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and yeah, Beyonce's sister. Oh, but, but, Jay-Z, but Jay-Z was just laughing about it. And he settled it perfectly. You still yeah. shouldn't do it, but I think like, when it comes to getting another contract... Uh, it, it like it makes it easier to give that guy another contract. But like Shannon Sharp had a point. Like, why do we hold NFL players this standard? But like, there are doctors and lawyers and other job professionals out there that like, it wouldn't matter if they. They're do. not. They're not in the public eye. Yeah. I know. People I'm just saying. Up to, I mean, like, it is pretty unfair. Nobody. I mean, nobody. It's like not. nobody's kids are like watching somebody be a doctor. These kids are watching football players, and they want and they want like these kids to be. They want these athletes to be role models when sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. I might feel bad for like regular like regular like good guys who are like professional athletes like athletes like they're always in the public eye they can't go and like Khalil Max talking about like he goes to Whole Foods and there's like a line of people like outside of his car like waiting to talk to him I feel bad for those guys if you're just a regular good guy I'm not gonna feel bad for Kareem Hunt or Ray Rice oh who, I don't feel who, bad at who all. they're in the public eye and, like oh like they knock a woman out so I was like oh like it sucks that like they're Did, in the public eye I like I'm not gonna I don't like, feel that's what bad, it seems like Shannon Sharp's kind of saying no no it's just like. It's like it's Why not fair? Like how, it's, it's I mean, kind of unfair that they have that super standard. Like it's kind of saying like, well, these kids watch you on TV, so if like the woman beaters playing, it teaches the kids that woman beating's okay. Like no, that's the parents' job. Like they should. Um, it's like he's trying to make a point. Like we shouldn't like make these NFL and like athletes raise our kids. Like show them the morals. Like it should be up to. They're, they're not showing. Them, they're not showing them the morals. Just don't. Hit women. They're just agreed. naturally on, they're, on camera. Agreed. I would they're, agree. They're like they're naturally going to be like role models to these kids because everyone like kids these like kids like love like kids love watching sports. Kids like they play Madden. They mm-hmm. like oh buy the jersey, play fantasy football. It's like Kareem Hunt. Like I want to be just like him. And he like only like kids aren't going like oh Kareem Hunt hits woman. I'm gonna go hit a woman. Like that's like that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean these, it's that obviously serious. the obviously the parents are still teaching them like yeah. their morals and all that's that. They're not. Sense. I mean, it, Some, I'm not. I'm not getting getting my you know. More my, less my, my morality not, from like, athletes. There but. are some parents who are like, my kid saw this on TV, now he thinks it's okay. Like, no, that's on you, honey. Well, they're like, crazy, yeah. Those people. The, like, there are, mm-hmm. but you had to count for the crazies. Yeah, that's a um, Do we have anything else to talk no, about? I, I did no. not know we were going on that tangent. I feel like that was strong. I feel like it was yeah. a strong tangent, though. Very strong. It was a good, good little embrace debate. It was fantastic. Yep. <laughs> okay. Is that all we got? That's all I got. Uh, yeah, that's all we'll, I got. We'll be back with the fellas. Everyone in the same room again. It was yeah. nice. It was a great time. Sorry for the few interruptions of Riley drinking water or having to do stuff, but you know we'll see you next week, guys. See you. Oh, we'll have a we'll have oh. a guest on. Yeah, Ooh, yes, our we will. our good friend Joe. One of our, our biggest fan, arguably, right? I think Joe might be our biggest fan. We appreciate Joe. I'm, Joe, I'm, I could not appreciate Joe more if I tried. Yeah. Joe spent what two years at me and Dan's high school, and then went to Matt's high school for two years. So like he's just. Yeah. yeah, we all know Joe. Everyone we, loves Joe. I don't we, know we, we appreciate the DMs. How oh, could anybody from, hate Joe Doyle? I don't think anyone no. can dislike Joe. Nobody Doyle. does, but how could you? But ever? you're gonna meet him next week. He's a great guy. See you next week. Bye, Joe. I love you. See ya.
Yeah. 